Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. You've just joined the Prepper Broadcasting Network, where we promote self-reliance and independence. The views and opinions expressed are strictly those of the host or their guests. Visit us in the interactive chat room at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Good evening, everyone. If you're a prepper, you're in the right place at the right time. This is the Prepping Academy. Skirting the globe through miles of fiber optic cable at nearly the speed of light directly to you with your hosts, Forrest and Kyle. Coming to you from the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina, the information you get from the show could save your life. Whether you're a veteran, beginning prepper, or just curious, there is something here meant for you. Hey guys, welcome to the Prepping Academy. I'm Forrest. We got Kyle sitting across the table. We're coming to you live from the Queen City of Charlotte, North Carolina. We are live every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Prepper Broadcasting Network. So tonight we have some very, very special guests. We have Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy. I can't wait. I spent some time with them. We'll get into that. But Kyle, how was your week this week? That well, was pretty decent. I mean, you know. Dude, work. you sound so lame when I ask you that. Yeah, it's fairly decent. Nothing you know, exciting? No repelling, no jumping out of planes, nothing, nothing exciting. Just a normal week for Kyle. Yeah. Oh, you did? You are remodeling or your gun. Yeah, I, know. I finished that. I mean, it was, it was no big deal. Just drawing and topping. And, you know, okay. It was, I mean, it, was, it was a small victory. Was a small but, victory. I mean, that's a man thing. That's an yeah, accomplishment yeah, for you. Yeah. Yeah. I guess since the last show, um, I was in Atlanta all week long at a robotics. Actually, it wasn't a robotics show. It was a wire and cable show, but we have some robotic and some products at the company I worked with that we displayed. And it now, was, that, Does that have anything to do with all the sex robots I keep reading about? Cause no, that's been, like, really big absolutely the not. No, no, no. Okay. I was wondering. No, you are nuts. No, it has And you, been, you ate some good steaks. You haven't, you haven't we talked about we, that all night. We ate out. We had a great time. I went with um, the owner of the company and my um, and, a, and a, a young lady that helps us. Um, it was a great time. We absolutely had a good time. The steaks look delicious. Thank you for rubbing those in my face after oh, I told you all about yeah, it. We ate corned beef sandwich. some amazing restaurants. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they were amazing restaurants. Mm-hmm. And we, I literally had... Prime rib, mm-hmm. like three nights I in can, a row. I can actually feel the saliva building up in oh, my yeah. mouth right now. It was I'm it so was hungry. a great time without you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you know, concerned with everything that was going on. I'm, I mean, that's a. I mean, four hours is a long walk. I mean, four I hours. Mean, you could use it. And so, if, some, if the crap would have hit the fan, I was concerned. I did get to take my own vehicle, which means I could pack some extra gear to carry back. To, you know, to carry back on my back yeah. if I had to walk it. Yeah. Yep. So how long do you think that would take you? 
four hour four hour drive. A four hour drive, probably uh, twelve hours. No, no. <laughs> I'm probably betting, I'm betting you it would probably take you a to week? walk that. I'd say about four or five days. Yeah, it would. I I don't want to really know. I don't want to find out. Mm-hmm. And that would not be good. I bet I would lose like thirty pounds. Probably. So you come back with a six pack. Dude, of pounds. Okay, maybe I should do that. Yeah, maybe. I'll walk right straight down the interstate. Yeah. Yeah, then <laughs> you might not make it back that way. Oh, goodness. So I had a good week. Um, last weekend, last Saturday, we were at um, the Mother, I, Earth we, Mother Earth News Conference. There you go. And I met two individuals. I've met them before, but we hung out and absolutely, I, I just fell in love. With Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, we I mean we went out to eat. I I embarrassingly I ordered we go out to eat and I order steak, mm-hmm. and they refused to let me buy meal. They bought my meal. I was I'm like That's oh my gosh awesome. I ordered the most expensive thing on the menu, and yet they bought I'm like oh I felt so bad and I I tried to. To do something. To do, I mean. I tell you what, I will make you feel better. You stole me that sushi. I'll go out this week and order the most expensive sushi on the menu. That way, you don't feel. Okay, pay it forward is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, pay it forward. Okay. Not so bad. Well, hey guys, one of our sponsors is Survival 401k. Uh, a good friend of ours, Ross. He can take your 401k, your IRA, and. Adjust it just a little bit so you can actually buy your prepping supplies. You can buy gold. You can buy silver that you hold in your hand. You can buy guns, ammo, and survival food. He is at survival401k.com. He's a great guy. He'll be at prepper camp with us this this fall, but that's survival401k.com. He's a great guy. Look him up. Look what he's doing. Um, He could help you... um, have more money to spend on prepping supplies. I was just talking to someone about him this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. I have a client that actually is calling that called him this week. So, okay. Well, now we're at the time. It's about five after nine. Hey, if you're on Blog Talk Radio and you're listening to us live, go over to PrepperBroadcasting.com. We have an interactive chat room. We have um, – you can listen to us live over there. Um, you can ask us questions, maybe Nurse uh, uh, Dr. Bones, Nurse Amy as well. Um, it doesn't seem like my chat room. Oh, it's working. My thing's just not scrolling. There we go. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and if you're listening to us on the podcast, we are live every Friday night on the PrepperBroadcastingNetwork.com. So now we come to a time we do this every week. It, Kyle it, it shares a conspiracy theory, and then I make fun of him, and I enjoy it. And he apparently likes it. I don't know. Yeah, no, because then everyone's actually making fun of you whenever you're no, making fun of me. All these conspiracy theories aren't true, and they're on my side, but they just want to say it. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay, so Kyle, um, what is your conspiracy theory this week? All right, so this one's actually more just to have fun with you. But this is actually called the Mandela Effect. This comes from a, a bunch of people who remember years ago back in the 80s. They could have sworn up and down that Nelson Mandela was killed. Okay. And it was all over the news, et cetera, et cetera. They watched his funeral. But obviously he didn't die. He just recently died. But there's – allegedly there's literally millions of people across the globe that believe he's been dead. Okay. So the theory itself is, the conspiracy here, is that there are things that happen 
that affect our universe and expose us to a parallel universe or that there are time travelers who go back in time mm. and have affected how our future plays out. Now, here, here's the fun part. Here's the fun part. Here's the, hear me out. Here's okay. the fun part. Okay. Let me give you a few instances. And the, the first one is like really cheesy, but you should remember this is, they were more prominent during your time. How do you spell Oscar Meyer? Go ahead. Now, how do you spell it? What do, in your memory, how do you spell it? But the song, there was a song that they came out. Go, go for it. Okay. Um, I don't <laughs> know. I'm probably the, um, Oscar Meyer, O S C A R. Yeah. Meyer, M A Y. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it's M A Y, but most people remember it as M E Y. So that's one instance of the Mandela effect where more than half the people. Do you remember a show called Sex in the City? Yes, was, I've never watched it. Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. called Sex in the City, yeah, right? Uh-huh. It was actually Sex and the City. It was never, it was never Sex in the City, but apparently more than half people who watched the show remember it as Sex in the City. Um, here's something you might remember. You, you ever heard the song "We Are the Champions" by Queen? We are the champ. Yes. How does that song end? It says, "No time for losers, because we are the champions of the world." Right. Right. Uh-huh. I remember that. Yep. There's no of the world. It does not exist in any version of the song and how it ends. So there are a bunch of these things that people remember and they've played out, but they don't actually Sex in the City. Yeah. Oscar Meyer. Here's here's probably the one I'm hoping will mess with you. Maybe you'll get it right. Okay. How do you spell Chick-fil-A? C H I C dash A dash F L A. Is that right? There's actually a K. Most people remember it as being C H I C dash F I L dash A, but it is actually with a K. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So, there, so there's a bunch of these so things that people remember. This is a conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy theory because there's people who swear up and down, and and this is like more than half in most cases. Sometimes even more, like eighty, ninety percent of people remember it as being one thing, and now the information seems to have changed and now their memories are false even in small nuances so it's kind of like so is is the aliens doing that is that what you're saying there's theories that basically i i I listened to there there was this this kid who's supposedly a he's a he's a prodigy and he was talking about physics and how quantum theory works and all this other stuff and he was explaining how whenever we use Nuclear devices, or we power up the super hydron colliders like CERN. Okay. Whenever we use these vast amounts of energy, we're creating rifts. And every time we create one of these rifts, it actually opens up a door to a parallel universe that shifts our universe from ours into another one, where there's small nuances that change. I didn't say I believe oh this theory. Oh, my word. Alex Jones, welcome to the show. Yeah, I didn't say I believe this theory. I'm saying it's interesting that so many – I've tested this out on like 10 people this week talking uh-huh. to them about it. And Just because we have bad memories. That's it, basically it becomes, what it is. I know you have a bad memory. Oh, I have a – You yeah. have the worst memory. What's your name again? Yes, Kyle. <laughs> okay, Kyle. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's just bad memories. And of the world, people see that because that has to be in the song. Yeah, it was in the song, but it's not how it ends. Ends. Well, because you put it there. 
I mean, because yeah. it was in there, it's like conditioning you. Yeah. Well, that's like there was one, and it kind of blew my mind. And it says that in Silence of the Lambs, okay. Hannibal Lecter never says, hello, Clarice. But it's actually in another movie, and people have somehow translated it into Silence uh-huh. of the Lambs by it, association. Who has time to think of this crap? People's. People's? The internet. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're so Alex Jones. I mean, I didn't say the, you said it. something about a portal to another. That's what they. That's what people theorize. That's okay. what's called a conspiracy theory. Okay. But you know, you're supposed to bring theories that you believe. No, I've talked about a lot of crap. Okay, you have talked about a lot of crap. No. That is, I don't know. It's just bad memory. I have a bad memory. Yeah, that's why. That's why I chose this one. I was like, oh, this yeah. will surely mess with you. I mean, there's there's like 30 examples here I could go over. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, my my memory, yeah, I'm bad. That okay? That was Alex Jones. That was the first time you've mentioned a portal, though. I have to say, that that's pretty good. So, did you talk to Alex Jones this week? By the way, yeah, his 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 divorce hearing is not going well. <laughs> <laughs> Are you consulting him with that? No, 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 not at all. Okay. Um, you take your clothes off and run naked with him sometimes. Uh, I do that by myself. <laughs> With your bug out bag on your shoulders. Yeah, right? I do. It helps. It that helps. is nice. Yeah. That is nice. Okay, that's Kyle's conspiracy theory of the week, which is kind of interesting. I think he did you do that to make fun of me? I did. In my memory. Oh, great. That's that's great, Kyle. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, guys. Tonight we have I'm holding in my hands right now a book called the medical the survival medical handbook. This book, if you are in the Carolina Preppers Network, which we have over 4,100 people, I have told everyone in our group they need to have this book. Of any books you need to have, besides maybe the SAS Survival Guide, this would be tied with that book. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something important because okay. this is what happens whenever the crap does hit the fan. You see, we've, we've had this conversation on the show, and I've, I've, I've said this, mm-hmm. and apparently it's very popular in, in some circles, is if you get injured and you're a liability, what, what will I do? Because I did not read that book. You, you will probably just shoot people. I, there was a word, a word, the word I used – what dispatch. Dispatch. dispatch? You would dispatch. Oh, would you got a broken finger now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you crying? They're gonna yeah. hear you. I need to. Well, let me tell you. Last weekend, I was at the um, the um, Mother Earth News Conference, and um, Doctor Bones and Nurse Amy had a booth right down the aisle from me, and I went down there, and I met them at Prepper Camp years back. Um, and they probably didn't remember me, but we absolutely started talking. They came down and hung out in my booth. But let me tell you a little bit about, it's actually John Alton and Nurse Amy, Amy Alton. Um, they're both um, doctor. He is a real doctor. So he is a real doctor. She is a real registered nurse. They have a number one, the number one bestseller is what I'm holding right here. It was the number one bestseller, the Survival Medical Handbook. Um, they have many versions. You got to get the newest one, and they'll tell you why. Um, besides that, they do a podcast that I've been listening to for years called the Survival Medical Hour. Um, they have a YouTube channel. Um, they are – everyone in the prepping industry knows who these people are. Who? Everyone. Dr. Bones and Nurse oh, yeah. Everyone knows who they are. 
They're big names. And um, I had a chance, I'll tell you a story um, uh, with them, but we want to welcome right now Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy. Are you guys there? We're here. Oh, wait, I, I think you have me married to someone else. <laughs> dang, oh, dang, dang, if you didn't get my name wrong and didn't get my what, book's name wrong. What, what, what did I say? Did I get it wrong? I'm, you said John Alton. I'm Joe Alton. Joe. And the, called the, the, and the book is the Survival oh, Medicine hey, Handbook. I, 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 it's I, medicine. You put medical. Oh, I did. I had it in my hand and, and I read podcast, it wrong. It's okay. In our podcast, is Survival Medicine Hour. <laughs> oh, my Dang, you got word. that wrong, too. Oh, my goodness. It's okay. We still love you guys. Don't worry. Oh, oh my word. Can you believe that? This is a stressful yeah. job. I'm this sitting across why... from Kyle with his gun on his hip. Yeah, no. There's, um, no. there's no gun on my hip. But this okay. is why I talk about your memory. My me- I, Gosh, I can't believe. And now I'm, like, in cold sweats. Like, can we start this over? So, oh, I apologize. Oh, Bro, hey. We're laugh. It was... It was hilarious. Kyle, just don't shoot him, okay? Because we're not there to fix it. <laughs> wait till we get there. Yeah, wait till we get there. <laughs> then you can shoot him. <laughs> then, then they'll help me. Be Maybe. Gosh, guys, I'm sorry about that. But, man, it's so good to talk to you guys again. We, I mean, we hung out last weekend, and I, I don't know if you heard me tell Kyle, it was embarrassing that y'all bought my mail. I mean, I, I was oh. pretty expensive, oh. and you guys absolutely, and I'm like, oh, that was so embarrassing. I really appreciate that. You guys are awesome people. That is the truth. So, so we, welcome. Was, Go ahead. That's right. We can't thank the people of North Carolina more. You know that I don't know of any state in the union uh, that we have received a warmer welcome than, than North Carolina. I the bird. We, the bird oh, you is may, in the back yakking. You may hear a parrot. We bring brought our we spent we're spending a lot of time here in our second home in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and uh, we brought our parrot along, and he'll just yak uh, a nonstop during this thing if I don't put him in another room. Okay. He burps. Did Did you bring your bear too? Did you bring your bear too? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. We have bears that come by here every day. Plus, be quiet, bird. Start <laughs> it. Get that bird out of here. <laughs> Our parrot is an African gray parrot. His name is TD. Uh, TD bird. That TD stands for that uh, darn. Bird. Oh, that damn! Oh, yeah, nice. Oh, great. They, those those live a pretty good long life too, like 80, 85 years. Yeah, you're right. TD is thirty years old, and wow. uh, I have to put him in my will. He's gonna outlive me for sure. What about Dang. Him? Well, he might <laughs> kill you. <laughs> well, you guys. Well, you guys were, I mean, a big hit. At the, everywhere you go, people know who you are. They sign your books. I remember when you came to my booth, and people were like, oh, my gosh. They had no idea who I am. I'm a nobody. But And they were like, that, we know. That's Nurse Amy. And it was it was awesome that you guys even Aww. hung out in my booth. So, um, and, um, yeah, it was fun. And I, I do have a few stories about you guys, even though um, one was um, – um, the guy I was with, his name was Eric. He had a book displayed, and it was one of your old um, survival medicine handbooks. And it had highlights and, you know, tabs and stickers in there. And it, Amy just went nuts over seeing that book, didn't you? 
Hey, let's take a quick break. Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the Target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com slash privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com slash privacy. We'll see you there. Yes, well, he, you know what? I can tell he loved that book because it looked like it had been dropped in water and then dragged through the mud. Yes, it was <laughs> and, well used. And, and, and it was put out with love, and, and it was just so sweet. But I had to give him another book because yeah, I was you so did. embarrassed. I'm like, everyone's going to think I'm selling terrible books. <laughs> yeah, she gave him another one, signed it, signed it, and that was, I mean, that's awesome. I don't know, did, did you know you had another encounter with that gentleman a, a few years back? Did he tell you no. about it? Okay, I don't you, Yes, you did. Let me tell you what you did because this is the kind of people you are. He had he bought one of your family um, um, bags. Yes. And he told you guys at one of the shows, and you said, "Oh, we've updated it," and you started grabbing things that you put in there that were new things in your new bag, and you start and you made a pile, and he was going for his wallet to pay for it and you actually you would not take his money you let him have it and i thought that was amazing i'm not saying that everyone should do this but that's just the heart that you guys have and he told me that i'm like really he goes yeah they wouldn't even let me pay he wouldn't he goes it wasn't wasn't a lot but they updated it and they gave me all the updates for free and i'm like that's just he thanks the world of you guys so that was pretty awesome well i just want to say that you know, from our end, uh, you know, anything related to making money is, is a secondary thing to us. We, we are uh, on mission. And, it's a, it's and a our, mission that's for us, right. really. That's right. And, and our mission is to put a medically prepared person in every family. And, and we travel the country to populate, hopefully populate, uh, all regions of the country with medics. Uh, <laughs> medics are going to be held in reserve maybe right now in normal times, but will step forward and and care for their community in times of trouble and and somewhere along the line we're going to save a life i hope but so. yeah that is awesome so um so tell me i mean where, where are you going next i mean we saw you in Asheville, and where are you going next oh my gosh well we're still well, up here in gatlinburg next? at our yeah, we're still in Gatlinburg at our second house. Thank goodness it didn't perish in the fire. But we'll be driving home next week to South. Wait, tomorrow we're having. Oh yeah, well okay, but yeah, we'll tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow we're holding a big class in uh, Kodak, Tennessee. Um, yeah, an eight-hour class. We haven't done that in a couple of years, and boy, we've spent 
weeks preparing for this. We even put together um, wound, what, how would you call Template. this? Wound templates with the big noodles, you know, the foam noodles that you use in the pool to float with? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, got, I got me a hacksaw, and we cut up these big, giant foam noodles, and I cut off the back so they lay flat on the table, and I got a knife, and I cut big holes in them, and then we stuffed um, pieces of the foam that we had cut off that was shiny underneath yeah, the hole, like, the wound, like bone, so it yeah. looks like a bone in there. People had a pack with Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I got tourniquets tomorrow. for everybody right. and Israeli bandages. They're just going to learn so much. Sam Splints, we're right. going to teach them. Then we're going to be in Irving, Texas on May 26th and 27th. Right, Friday and Saturday. doing a bleeding control class there, plus we'll be talking about how to be an effective medic in times of trouble. Yep, then we'll be 10th and 11th. In Burlington, Vermont, which we have, I've never been to Vermont, and you've never been to Vermont. Nope which is close to Canada, and so we're going to be in the middle of, I think, kind of nowheresville. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's, it a, popular, it's a popular it? ski resort. It's just not a popular ski resort right. in June. Well, well yeah, it's probably not a lot of snow right now. So we'll be there, and uh, we're, we'll be uh, all over the country. I've then Ohio, Ohio Prepper right, Show. We'll, right, with uh, the Oath, Green. right, as uh, invited by the Oath Keepers, and uh, we're, we're proud to support uh, Oath Keepers. And uh, we'll be all over the country before we're done. So, that is uh, awesome. That is awesome. I t- I'll tell you, and, you know, the funny thing was, another thing is, so we have, you know, the raggedy book um, on the table for display. They didn't know this. We didn't even know that they were going to come down or Amy was going to come down. And then we have a PowerPoint slide that is going through. And in the PowerPoint slide, we actually have the photo of the book. And literally telling people, you've got to buy this book. <laughs> Didn't we? It, it freaked me out when I saw it. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's my book. Yeah. <laughs> I was so, I was so happy. That was so, I don't know, it was so surprising. And so it just made my heart melt. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm part of their little PowerPoint. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, we told many people. Yeah. Cool. So I have a question. I Thank you so much. Hey, this is my um, my friend, my co-host here, Kyle. He's got a question. Go ahead, Kyle. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Just you know, kind of kind of looking over everything. Whenever it comes to medical stuff, I, I have a little bit of experience. But for me, honestly, and this, I've not always been like this. But over the past several years, I I've developed this thing where whenever I see blood, not not on people I don't randomly know. Like if it's just you know some Joe schmo, and, th- and this might be for some people. Like if it was Forrest and he was bleeding everywhere, I probably wouldn't pass out. <laughs> but if it's someone I care about, <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, yeah you will. That's his job. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who, even if they you know they go out, they read the book, they get training stuff like that. I know a lot of people who they're like that whenever it comes to their loved ones in that time of need. You know, your mind starts to race, your heart starts to race. You know, you don't feel like your 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 blood's pumping, or you're getting air to your your brain, and you kind of freeze up, and maybe you even feel like you're gonna throw up, or you're gonna pass out. What kind of advice do you give to people whenever something like that does happen? I want to tell everybody that that is a natural paralysis occurs when you see something, when you see somebody's leg at an angle that nature did not intend. You see a heavy, you know, just somebody with heavy bleeding. It is a natural thing to. Uh, have a sort of paralysis, but the, at the same time, you have to realize 
that to save a life, especially in a situation where there's a lot of hemorrhage, that you have to have quick action. You've heard of the golden hour. Uh, well, mm-hmm. when it comes to heavy bleeding, we're talking about the platinum five minutes because five minutes of, of arterial bleeding and pretty much that could be it for that person. So you've just got to act and any way that you can desensitize yourself. Right. Uh, you know, I recommend it. If people are going to be medics, that they watch gory movies, that they uh, take a, a good look at a lot. Go ahead. There's a lot of YouTube videos yeah, yeah. out there that are, are rather gory. Some of them are, are fake and some of them are actual, you know, surgery type bleeding situations. The more you desensitize yourself, like Joe was just saying, the less you're going to react. Now, also, I want to say that I firmly believe that someone put into a situation where they need to act and they know in their brain that somebody is going to die or, or have terrible problems if they don't act. I believe that that you will jump in there. Those people that see a car fall onto someone and they're stuck under a tire. I mean, you just see normal human beings all walk over there together and lift the car up. They're not thinking to themselves, gee, can I do this? I can't do this. They go. It's like at the Boston Marathon. There were people who jumped in to help those that were hemorrhaging to death who had no idea what they were doing. Even if they were just there to you know, help calm them down and to talk to them and just apply pressure, pressure. people who had very little training or really probably didn't know what they were doing at all, but they jumped in. And I think you will find that you, despite your queasiness and your hesitation, would jump right in there and get your hands as bloody as they could because somebody needed to. And I think that's a human I think people sell themselves short sure. when it comes to that. I think you'd be really surprised what you could do in that situation. And afterwards, you might freak out. But during that moment, the only thing your brain is going to be telling you is, I have to help this person. That's, that's I think, a, an instinct that most people have. That's, that's pretty good. So, Forrest, take faith that someday I may have to stick my hand in you, but I will do so. In me? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you nuts? Oh, my goodness. Hey, I got a question for you. Um, some of the pitfalls that um, preppers or just survivalists, they have in their medical kits. I've heard you speak about this before, but what are some of the big ones that, that you guys see that um, – that that people just miss or they just don't prepare for? Well, I think that there are quite a few things. I mean, with regards to their survival medicine cabinet, uh, I personally feel that people don't pay enough attention to little, little things that are, are become big things. When I say that, in activities of daily survival, many people are going to be doing things, uh, activities they're not accustomed to. Uh, I don't chop wood on a daily basis for fuel, for example. I don't do a lot of things that are very physically strenuous on a daily basis. And people that don't do that wind up possibly injuring themselves. And when those injuries occur, well, if it uh, breaches the skin, which is your natural armor, then things like infections can happen. And so infections are one big thing. And for that reason, I recommend that those in the preparedness community that are going to be the medics that they need to have a supply of antibiotics and uh, many people say well but those are prescription drugs and I say well actually they're not and 
you need to have a supply of these. And the reason why I know this is uh, from my uh, original article that appeared in Survival Blog many, many years ago uh, on fish antibiotics. I don't know if the folks, if I, I, I don't know if I talked to you guys about it, but uh, many of uh, the folks in your audience might know about it. And uh, I was the first guy to write about it. And not only am I a doctor, but I am also uh, uh, a person who raises tilapia in ponds. I have ornamental tropical fish also. So, you know, when I had humans that needed an antibiotic, let's say amoxicillin, I'd give them, well, some amoxicillin. When I had fish that thin rot or other bacterial infection of the fish, I actually gave them a product that was called fish mox. Now, for years, until I got it preparedness, I didn't think twice about it. But then I said to myself, you know, a lot of people are going to die from simple wounds that become infected in a survival situation and do not have antibiotics to tame that infection on and that infection, therefore, will wind up going into the bloodstream and could become life-threatening, and there are going to be people that are going to die of simple infections. I mean, they just dug up the mummy of Nefertiti, no, no less, and they found a big old hole in her jaw where she had a tooth abscess. She died of a problem that could easily have been treated with antibiotics if they had them back then. Huh. We have them. Right. And so what I did, I looked at my fish antibiotics, my, and it was called fish mox, and I saw that it had exactly one ingredient. The ingredient was amoxicillin 500 milligrams. Well, I, saw, I looked there and I said, where's the stuff that makes your scales shiny and the stuff that makes your fins longer? Nope, not there, <laughs> one ingredient. And the, right. I looked at it further, and guess what? Fish mox is only made in human dosages. So therefore, wow. there is no specific dosage for a guppy, no specific, specific dosage for a bass or a tilapia. It is a human dosage. So the, why does my guppy need the same dose of amoxicillin that you, Forrest and Kyle, need to treat an infection? Well, exactly. you don't. Yeah. And right. Then I did the acid test. I opened up a bottle of human, human amoxicillin made by Dava Pharmaceuticals. It's a red and pink capsule with the numbers and letters WC731 on it. And then I opened my bottle of fish mox, the 500 milligram version. It's a red and pink capsule. Numbers and letters WC731 on it. Same pill. I found it. I found that for 12 different antibiotics. Wow. Exactly wow. the same. And sure enough, when I had some of my readers that were in the pharmaceutical industry uh, and worked in, in places where they make this stuff, they say, yeah, they just, they're the same batch. Some are sent to a distributor of, of uh, a veterinary antibiotics and stuff are sent to human, uh, human uh, pharmacies. And so there is no reason why anybody that plans to be medically responsible in times of trouble should not have a supply of this stuff. It is without a prescription, and you can buy them in bottles of 100, or you can buy it if you have the wherewithal. You can buy a 1,000 of them if you really wanted to, and just try to get 20 of them from your doctor just because uh, you need them for an emergency won't happen. And see, and that's where people need to own your book. Because I, um, when I purchased my fish antibiotics, I went to your book and, and to see what antibiotics I need for what symptom or what, you know, you know, what, you know, for the different causes or symptoms that I have, I guess. But your book also, the, the fish bottle of antibiotics the, does not tell you 
takes so many per day for 15 days per adult human being over the age of 12 because they're, they're for, they can't have that on there. But in your book, you tell exactly, you know, if it's a child, how much they should take a day and actually what antibiotic they need to take for, you know, whatever the symptom is. And that's where the book is, is absolutely mandatory if you have fish antibiotics. Sure. Some of these antibiotics, you know, are, are, are not for people that are allergic to penicillin. There's some that are. There's some that are meant for people who have, let's say, respiratory infections, some for people who have wound infections, some for people who have, uh, I don't know, traveler's diarrhea. You know, each one of these medicines is better for a partic- one particular issue than another. And plus, some of them have side effects. Now, I'm not saying to, you know, become your own doctor or anything like that in normal times. I mean, if you have a modern medical professional that helps take care of you, then, you know, always discuss these things with them. But in times of trouble, it pays to have some of these things around. Now, even in those times, I don't want to want, to, want you to use them like can't. You've got to use these things judiciously. They, if we overuse antibiotics, then they become less effective as, antibi- as bacteria become resistant to them. And it's using antibiotics in the livestock, the food-producing livestock industry, that's caused a lot of these problems. Eighty percent of the antibiotics used in this country don't go to humans at all. They go to food-producing livestock. Wow. Hmm. Well, you know, we're up um, against a commercial break, and we have a sponsor that is unbelievable. And. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so do you all mind taking a we, – we take a quick commercial break so you can hear your own commercial? Because you oh, are sponsors. No, no, no. <laughs> you Absolutely. are sponsors of our show, um, and um, we appreciate that. Um, so oh. we'll be right back with Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, and here's their spot is somewhere in this mix. We'll be right back. <laughs> The Prepping Academy with Forrest and Kyle. We'll be right back. When disaster strikes and your GPS is useless, ancient navigation techniques will ensure your survival. New from Ulysses Press, Prepper's Survival Navigation. With this guide, you can easily travel through even the farthest, remotest places, utilizing tips from the United States Army and lifelong wilderness experts you'll learn life-saving navigation techniques. This definitive guide to terrain navigation also teaches you essential survival skills like firecraft, water procurement, and shelter making. Prepper's survival navigation is essential to have on hand during any outdoor adventure, including the weekend family outing. On sale now. Find Prepper's survival navigation on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Prepper Broadcasting, or wherever fine books are sold. We have exciting news. You can now afford to have your own freeze dryer. That's right. For the first time ever, it's possible to have a freeze dryer in your home. It was invented right here in America by Harvest Right. With this new appliance, you can freeze dry your own food and it will last 25 years. Imagine freeze drying fruit, vegetables, meat, and your own homemade meals. It's as easy to use as a microwave. Learn more about this amazing home freeze dryer at HarvestRight.com. Again, that's HarvestRight.com. Hey, Joe Alton, MD of store.doomandbloom.net here. And I'm nurse practitioner Amy Alton, and we're here to get you medically prepared. A lot can happen in the uncertain future, natural disasters, epidemics, terror events, but we're here with medical kits and supplies that will help make you a medical asset in times of trouble. 
From first aid kits for the trail to complete family medical survival kits, we've got an entire line to help you deal with injuries and illnesses in any scenario. Compare our kits to others and you'll agree that only our kits are assembled to work best when help is not on the way. So get a quality kit from a doctor and nurse practitioner and not some mass-produced knockoff. Often imitated, never equaled. That's store.doomandbloom.net, store.doomandbloom.net. And hey, get the essential guide for when medical help is not on the way, the Survival Medicine Handbook, 3rd Edition. Find it and the all-you-need-to-know Zika Virus Handbook on Amazon.com. Back to the show, The Prepping Academy with Forrest and Kyle. Hey, that is awesome. The Survival Medicine Handbook. And Kyle's making fun of me here, but this is with Joe and Amy Alton. Okay, I got everything right there. So <laughs> so, we, so I'm sitting here thinking about this as I'm well tolerating. Yeah, he, 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 he will definitely get a gold star for this show. So, you know, that being said, talking about the antibiotics, going back on that real quick, I have two questions for you guys. Because as someone like myself, I have been found to be allergic to pretty much every antibiotic I've ever taken. So there are a couple of things I turn to as antibiotic alternatives. And I was kind of curious to see what you guys would recommend. But also, what do you recommend for his memory? <laughs> <laughs> There's some sort of natural plant or something. I've heard ginkgo works. Ginkgo <laughs> is supposed to be good for that. For uh, but I have to tell you that... Uh, once you hit about thirty something, uh, you, oh, yes. lo- you lose about fifty thousand brain cells a day. This and, is a good speech. I and, love hearing this every day. And I am losing <laughs> brain cells myself at an alarming rate. So I feel for you. For <laughs> at least you don't have to get really rem- at least you don't have to get reminded of it every I really single do. day. Now, I do want to say oh, something yes. about antibiotics. I do want to say something about antibiotics. There are natural antibiotics. You know, honey isn't raw. Um, raw honey. Unprocessed. Is an absolute awesome antibacterial. Uh, it would be great to place on, for example, uh, burns where the skin has been breached. Uh, I think it's it's good for uh, wounds and, and to help prevent wound infections. Use it instead of triple antibiotic. Yeah, it can be used. Yes. Instead of antibiotic ointment. Uh, I believe garlic is also one of those fresh, super antibiotic fresh garlic. Fresh garlic yep. of course. Crushed. Uh, right. Uh, as antibacterial. Antiviral, antifungal, it's, it's awesome for just about anything. So what you can do is uh, take a clove of fresh garlic and smash it, crush it, and put it in a spoonful of honey and take your medicine two or three times a day. Yeah, I would so. eat that. <laughs> I hear that tastes awful. Eat it. And you can even spread that on toast also, the honey and garlic. Oh, you <laughs> see? Are we talking wow. dinner here or yeah. medical? <laughs> honey garlic chicken. There you go. I know. I actually bought some, speaking of honey, I actually bought some really awesome um, cinnamon honey. Let me see who made it. That's from the show that we were at. Yep. It's... Oh, I, I know a lot of preppers, they, they look to, I know, I know Manuka honey is typically the one that most people talk about. And I, I've used that for years myself, everything from the skin to dental and internal medicine. Um, and I've definitely heard the garlic. But the other big one I've heard a lot about is colloidal silver. Well, colloidal silver, you know, before there were antibiotics, there was silver. And before mm-hmm. World War II, for infections, they would apply uh, sil- topical silver. Uh, a matter of fact, one of our, uh, some of our kids actually has silver gel 
in it for specifically that purpose. Now, uh, ingesting colloidal silver in terms of just silver ions, that's a, I find less hard data that proves mm-hmm. that it will cure infections, uh, but I feel that there's no danger to taking it. Uh, the type of... Uh, a reasonable amount. Uh, yeah, reasonable amount. You'd have to take an awful lot to get Argeria, which is don't, that... Don't drink a gallon a day. Right, where your, <laughs> where your skin... But, uh, you know, I know a lot of people that do swear by it. Uh, the, the hard data is not quite there with regards to it compared to using it topically outside of your, on the outside of your body for wounds yeah. and things like that. It is absolutely an awesome item. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, you guys also have a board game. That, oh yeah, uh, yes, and a lot of people. Last night we had a. Um, I, I told everyone last night you guys are going to be on the show, and there was a rumble in the room um, because they know who you are and they were looking forward to it. But um, a couple people said, "Hey, I've got their board game. My family plays their board game. Tell us about the board game and how that came about. That you're now in the." the gaming industry. (laughs) (laughs) We are, we are in a, we're all over the place. Well, that was some project, man. That was, well, you know, we love to play board games uh, and I always got, we always have people coming up to us and, and they're the lone prepper in the family. I bet some of your listeners are uh, maybe the person that's interested in preparedness in the family. And maybe you can't get some, especially some of the younger folks that, involved in it but it's not that they're alone they're they're just alone in their family that no one else is into the prepping so they are always asking us what do we do how do we get everybody else interested without screaming at them so in other words instead of cramming it down their throats making it a lecture why not put together a game in which you can have a fun family game night in which people just sort of inadvertently make survival decisions every turn. And so this is pretty much what we did. We put together a nice game uh, with, with super art by the guy who does uh, uh, Axes and Allies. I don't know if anybody who knows oh, yeah. board games will remember, recognize that one. Uh, Arkham Horror, yep. uh, uh, Pandemic. Uh, uh, these are the people that did our graphic design and our art. So we have a visually nice game. Uh, it's a game that isn't that easy. Isn't that easy because survival isn't that easy. Uh, part of it involves luck. Part of it involves strategy. Part of it involves even giving charity. And so you have to travel into the world. You have to collect assets. But every <laughs> asset you collect comes with a challenge. You have to succeed or fail at that challenge. And you go out and get uh, food, weaponry fuel, medical supplies, and go to various settlements that might be a safe haven for you and your family. So there, the we don't have zombies or demons in the game, right. but we do have bad guys. <laughs> we have people that want to take what would actually happen, people who want to take what you have. Yeah, right. And so part of the gotcha. game is their territory, and you get attacked if you wind up going into their territory. There's no blood and guts, which, you know, oh, right. family. Oh. Well, right. No blood right and guts, and... And the, main, the main character, and the good thing too is the main character doesn't die, so it's not that you knock somebody out of the game and then they have to wait until the next game to play. You play throughout the entire game. That and was it, my idea. And that was her. Oh, when I was a kid, I played so many games, and I would get 
so angry <laughs> if I got knocked out, especially in Monopoly. I would just oh yeah, just go to my room and just <clears throat> cry and it was devastating. <laughs> I thought you know in survival. Wow. In survival, That's a little much, don't you think? I did. Well, yeah. I was a little girl, okay? Maybe as a little boy you didn't do that, but I did. I'm emotional. But anyway, in survival, people can take all your stuff away. And I just wanted people to still have hope that they could still come back and win the game, that they could still have a chance to win. And so there's some things in that game that helps a person who's down and out get an advantage. So you're never, totally you're out, never the out. There's sure. always hope. And I just wanted that sense of, you know, there's there's always the possibility that everything's going to be okay. Hmm. That sounds uh, sounds like Forrest would be using that. Yeah. So just, just that <laughs> well, Kyle will play that game. If, if, people, if there's no death, Kyle won't play. So no, go ahead. No, I'm going <laughs> to shoot the player. <laughs> which if I, do, if I do happen to shoot the player, which would be Forrest. Oh, great. Thanks. You know, one of the other things I came across early on as a, as a prepper is, uh, you, you know, what to do if there is some sort of wound where someone has massive bleeding that's hard to stop. And one of the first things I bought is I remember going out and getting the, uh, was the quick clot? Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff that you pour into a wound. And then I found out later on, I was like, well, you don't want that unless you have access to, you know, something that you get an x-ray to take everything out. So if someone is bleeding badly, and you know, Forrest is just spraying blood everywhere. <laughs> what 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 do I need to do in order to stop that? I mean, say he does have an artery that gets hit. What would I need to do? In well, short as possible things, terms. If if you have if you have a, a first aid kit or if you have your medic bag with you, obviously you're going to have some tourniquets. And and it uh, we like the uh, soft tea tourniquet or the or the cat tourniquet. Those are two tourniquets that are uh, pretty sturdy, and uh, the, the softy actually has a, a metal windlass, which is <clears throat> a rod that you use tighten the area and to wind up giving uh, mm-hmm. enough pressure so that the bleeding stops. So that's gotcha. one thing that you can do. If that fails, and uh, I always recommend that everyone have two tourniquets because you would, in that case, place a second tourniquet above the first. With regard to hemostatic uh, gauzes, blood clotting gauzes like quick clot or cellox, I personally think that uh, cellox is probably a better product because instead of becoming this crumbly stuff that is difficult to get out, as you mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. or X, which is what he's talking about, X that, which is the one where it inserts there's a syringe that inserts all these little sponges that you actually have to do surgery to get out these 92 sponges that are in this extat. I just want to say that's great battlefields when you've got your mass unit, but in survival, that's not going to be good enough. Right, that's you not need awesome. x-rays for that. Right. It's a mm-hmm. great product for our military. But I will say that C-Lox uh, or Cellox is something that becomes sort of a slimy gel. It becomes more of a gel than, right, than, than uh, this crumbly stuff that quick clot becomes. So I really consider uh, Cellox to be useful. Also, Cellox will clot blood in people that are on blood thinners, which is something that quick clot doesn't do. And it's versatile. It's versatile enough that if you wet the gauze, the Cellox combat gauze, then it it becomes this gel-like dressing, which would be excellent for second or even third-degree burns. Hmm. So uh, that, that still is... 
even though there are issues with regards to, I understand the issues there are regarding these blood clotting causes, uh, I still think that it's important if you, especially if you're in a situation where you might encounter civil unrest or you might encounter hostile, hostile uh, folks, then uh, you need to have some of that stuff in your pack. All right, I'm just going to go quick, quick, one second. Would you just quick, you're bleeding to death. Okay, one. If if you notice it is arterial and it's red and squirting out like the heartbeat, immediately put that tourniquet on. If it's not, get any kind of material, gauze, a T-shirt, even underwear, I don't care, a sock. Put that between your hopefully gloved hand and the wound. Put your entire body over it with your arms straight and put direct pressure on it. If after a short period of time the bleeding is not stopped, then... You have got to get that tourniquet on. Hopefully, you have one. If not, you need to call. Guys have about, belts. There's, go ahead. Have a red pepper, cayenne pepper. I've heard that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Yes. If it's not a, an arterial squirting bleeder, then uh, cayenne pepper might help. Honey, you want to talk about that? Yeah. As a matter of fact, cayenne pepper at uh, Scoville units or heat units higher than thirty-five thousand uh, units will indeed stop bleeding. Right. But pretty much mild to moderate. If you really, if you, you know, have a, a transected femoral artery or the big artery in your thigh and it's bleeding that heavily, the cayenne pepper may not do the trick. And by the way, it burns like hell. But but it's so but it's so important. It's it's so important uh, to have an idea that natural products are necessary in your medical pack. Right that we have packets of cayenne pepper powder in every single, just about every single one of our kits. Gotcha. And That's pretty cool. You have to think about it. If you are going to be at times of trouble, that means that you may suspect that there may be some long-term event that may occur. If that's the case, then it stands to reason that regardless of the amount of supplies, commercial supplies that you have purchased, that eventually you will run out of and so you actually can grow cayenne pepper, and you can actually make cayenne pepper powder. So this is, it has a medical benefit that you can grow in your own garden. Well, let me ask you, I heard or read somewhere that if you're having a heart attack, too, if you stick cayenne pepper underneath your tongue, I mean, Excellent. that would it be. Yeah. Yes. You know what is even better than that? is what I carry always. I have two things. I have baby aspirin and I also have baby powders. You know, those, um, those little packets. BC powder. powder. BC powder. Oh yeah. Okay. BC powder. Cause you need it to absorb very quickly that you want to get in the mouth, take the powder and wipe it inside the gum, pull your lower lip down. And, and if it's a friend or a relative, just swipe that powder around. If they're starting to fade out, if they can get it in their mouth, Tell them to try and keep it in their mouth as much as possible. That's where you have really rapid absorption. Then you need to use cayenne ex- extract, tincture. Tincture. tincture, tincture or extract. Um, again, use the one that has the 30,000 Scoville units or higher. Put a dropper full in their mouth. Again, if they can keep it right in that lower lip area and in the cheek, supposedly somehow... Not exactly been scientifically studied, but it is said to somehow pressure and allow blood flow around a clot. So, hey, 
if I have any chance to save a life, I'm going to try it. And it certainly, the only harm it'll cause is a little burning mouth. Right. I actually have that. Um, that little a little Good. bottle one of our um, elemental gave me that is she said only use a drop and she yeah. said it will she said it will save your life if you were having a heart attack or someone else and I always threaten I'm gonna put the whole thing in my mouth and she's like no no well, no no I, I would have to say that I'm not sure I would go with the drop um if it's my husband I'm sorry if it ain't harming him he's over full. That's it. He's just going to have to deal with it because I'm not losing him because I only put one drop and I needed ten. Right. <laughs> I guess the, you know, the moral of the story, Kyle, is is you got to use all the tools in the woodshed if you're going to uh, save lives in an off-grid setting or or in in uh, any kind of true disaster where you know help is just not going to be around the corner. That's that's good information because I will definitely remember if if he does get hit, I will I will definitely remember to use my underwear to. Right now, this you don't care about how dirty this wound is. You're just trying to keep the blood in the patient. Yeah, that's absolutely. It. And then after you know, that's all done, then you can worry about cleaning it up. <laughs> absolutely. Well, interestingly, you know, we're talking about the heart attacks. I actually just read where they said uh, just this past week, a medical journal came out and they recommend people do not take ibuprofen particularly for chest pains, because they're saying that short-term, when you take it, it increases your chance of having a heart attack. So I was was very interested to hear that. I read that study, and uh, that's the first time that that came out with that information. Uh, What what happens when one study comes out like that, there are a number of other uh, usually uh, academic centers that will try to Mm -hmm. replicate, see if the same thing happens. You may find uh, that may indeed be the case, in or run, in the long run, five years from now, they may tell you that it was an oddball result, and yeah. they can't duplicate it, and it was full of baloney. So it's, it's just it's, like butter. I like to see a number of studies that confirm each other before right. I consider anything the gospel. Right. Yeah. Well, guys, you won't believe this, but G-Man, which you guys know G-Man very well, our producer is in the studio telling me we have two minutes left. We have absolutely <laughs> go, go ahead, gone gone. I know it's been so fast. I love to. I mean, this could go on for hours. It could. It could. I have so many questions, and we're going to have you guys back because you are my new favorite friends in the world. And we thank you so much for coming on and what you're doing for the prepping community. And I'll say that it isn't about the money so much with these guys. They really are out there to help and educate um, all preppers to be better prepared if an emergency happens. Um, and I've seen that with my own eyes. They've given a book away. They've given medical supplies away. They, I mean, of course, you need to support them and buy the stuff. Don't expect it. But they are, a, I mean, they are absolutely um, one of my favorite um, people in the industry because their heart is in it. And their heart is not out to make money. They're actually to help us. Um well, you guys, we sweet. appreciate you guys being on the on the show, and you will hear from us again. We we would love for you to come to Charlotte and and teach some classes here, if possible, in the future. And I can't wait to see you at the next show. We talked about um, maybe Columbia or Raleigh or Greensboro, maybe I don't know. We'll see. So absolutely, absolutely, and I I just want to say thank you to all the great folks in North Carolina and and uh, surrounding areas. Uh, 
we we couldn't do it without your support, and we're blessed to have uh, to hear have the kind words and support of great Forrest, of great people like Forrest and Kyle and and all the great folks in North Carolina. Thank you so hey, much for having. Thank you. Well, so tell us, um, you know, about your podcast and your website and all the information, and what, that's how we'll close because we're down to a, about a minute. Okay. Well. <laughs> Our website is called doomandbloom.net, not doom and gloom, doomandbloom.net, and we're now at almost a thousand posts, videos, podcasts on medical preparedness for times of trouble. You can find our uh, podcast, Survival Medicine Hour, on blogtalkradio.com. It's a weekly podcast. Uh, you can hear our second podcast, American Survival Radio, which is more current events and politics on uh, Genesis Communications Live.com. Uh, our YouTube channel is DR Bones Nurse Amy. Our Twitter is pre- at Prepper Show. And our Facebook is uh, the Survival Medicine and Dr. Bones Nurse Amy Group and Doom and Bloom. So you would do us a, a awesome. great favor, a great honor if you would follow us on our social And we media. will put all them links um, attached to podcast. And make sure everyone knows how to get to you guys. Hey, thank you guys so much. And it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you guys on. And we will um, have you on again for sure. Hey, hey guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. On the Prepper Broadcast Network. PrepperBroadcasting.com. We'll catch you next time on the Prepping Academy. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.